Okay, good morning. We're uh, we're excited about this conversation this morning. I've got some of the the ELA team here with me. These are some of our best players and best leaders and uh, super excited about this conversation. So um, before we do some intros, let me maybe just tee this up a bit. There's been, gosh, it's, it's, it's been a crazy world the last few months for everybody and everybody in some very similar ways and then for everyone in some very different ways, uh, especially as leaders within organizations, we're all doing our best to to lead well. And then all of a sudden we get these crazy curveballs, um, and namely COVID-19 and the impact that it's had on the world, but especially on business and business environments. And, and today we're going to talk specifically about culture, which probably hasn't been first of mind, maybe for most. Uh, that's not to say that it's not a, a key priority for more, most organizations, but I think when we think about the threats of COVID-19, our immediate priority and very appropriately so has been uh, the safety and protection and well-being of our team members. And we've made that an absolute priority here at EL. Uh, and then you have the ramifications of the impacts of COVID-19, the economic impacts and the threats that that offers to whatever industry you might be in. In our case, it's logistics and transportation. And boy, we've been through these incredible, crazy uh, economic curves uh, where we'll have a tremendous ab abundance of freight and then all of a sudden it's going dry and we're trying to react and respond to that. Uh, so you have that threat and I'm sure it's uh, similar to you within your industry uh, in some ways, but then we have this huge threat to culture. And when I think about EL and of all the things that we pride ourselves on, it's it's culture. We, we just eat, live and breathe culture and it's what defines us. Uh, it's It's been long time the key to our success and, and the fundamental really of who we are. Um, and yet that culture has been threatened in an enormous way, even when you think about the impacts of trying to move most, if not all of your teams to remote working locations and all of the the uh, the impacts that 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 might present. So we want to chat a bit about that. We've uh, we've been working to ensure at EL that those three threats are the key areas of focus. And we've got no better folks to chat with uh, today than than these three guests of ours. So. I'll ask them to introduce themselves, their area of responsibility, and then we're gonna just dive right in and talk through some of these challenges. Uh, Joe, can we can we start with you? Yeah, hi, I'm Joe Delamy. I've been with the company for 12 years and I work with the learning and development team and do instructional design among other things. So happy to be here. Awesome. And Joe, a little bit of curveball too. Do you mind walking through some of your historical roles at EL uh, today? Yeah, I, I, I've had, I, I've, I've run the gamut of, of roles uh, at EL, but I started with the brokerage. So I, I worked as ops, I worked in sales. Um, I moved into um, a management position with England Carrier Services and did that for a while. Um, I've been the corporate trainer, um, did that. 
for new hires, primarily in the full truckload division. Um, and then I also was a frontline sales manager, a logistics coach for a bit, then moved into director of training um, and now kind of just do whatever is needed happily uh, with learning and development. So I've kind of done it all. <laughs> oh, I love it. That in itself represents culture so well. So thank you. Okay, Elias, let's move to you. Yeah, likewise. Happy to be here. What a great opportunity uh, to chat here for a minute. Um, my current title is Senior Director of Organizational Development. Um, that position oversees the culture, the new hire training, the leadership development, just the overall um, continuing education for employees. Um, it's been my pleasure to be here for 10 years and have held a variety of positions starting in a in a training position um, and then moving to a, a senior logistics coach like a sales floor leader and then had an opportunity to oversee a, our agent division for five years and um, have had the great pleasure to be in this position for the last few years and have, have really thrived and enjoyed uh, what I do. Thank you. Excellent. Excellent. Thanks, Elias. And Jeremy. Yeah, well, let me start off by saying I'm the happiest to be here. Um, yeah, trumping the other two for sure. So anyways, yeah, my current role is Vice President of Brokerage Services. So I oversee our full truckload brokerage group as well as our cold chain LTL division and dry LTL parcel group. And like these other two, I have some tenure as well. This is my 11th year as part of the organization. Excellent. And your your uh, career path at England? Yeah. So, you know, Jace, you, you had mentioned that one of our hallmarks or pillars is, you know, we value career progression. And and I probably am a great case study for that. I came in as a as a frontliner in a capacity manager role. So that was a that's a role in our full truckload division where I was sourcing capacity. So I was carrier facing. I then moved to be an account manager where I was I was client facing and managing a, a portfolio of clients. I then had the opportunity to, to lead account managers and capacity managers in what we call our logistics coach role. I then moved on to become the director of our cold chain group, one of the groups I see now, um, and then back to where I started and became a senior director of full truckload brokerage, and then uh, slid into my current role six, seven months ago. So it's been a it's been a nice, nice uh, run, if you will, in terms of being able to learn and grow and, and develop. Excellent. And you you may have noticed, or our listeners may have noticed, the shared last name there. The Delamies are, I consider, one of our best brokered transactions in all of email history. They, yes. And they, uh, they have two cute little brokers in training themselves, and Elias has six brokers in training himself. Family is certainly a big part of culture. So, you know, we, there's, there's so many so many great examples of cultural leaders within England Logistics, and yet we've hand-selected these three because there's there's many that come in and adopt and contribute, but these are three of our leaders that have helped create and develop and evolve our culture in such a positive way, not just through ideas, but in the way that they 
present themselves and the way that they live their lives. And and so I'm excited to chat with these three because they they just represent everything that that we believe and hold as core values so so very well. So my compliments to all three of you. I know I've told you that many times in the past, but I do appreciate your ongoing leadership. You guys are just awesome examples of this. So let, let's first tear into how you might sum up our culture. I mean, we have our core values coach team and we could spend some time there, but I, I'd rather hear in your own words how you would sum up our culture. And Elias, do you mind if we start off with you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I think our culture is what makes our company w one of the best and where we rally around each other. I love that we put um, others before ourselves. And if we see someone that's working towards a goal or they're getting really close, we rally behind that person and, and help them to get to where they want to be. Um, I love the fact that our culture thrives on continuous improvement, that that we want to always be growing, that we come in, we work hard, we do the best we can, and we come in the next day and we, we try to better that and, and to continue to improve. And I think that that really resonates with a lot of people. And you see that out here on uh, on the floor here at our company. And, and to me, I think that that makes our employees strive for greatness and in turn um, develops a family-like environment where people will go out of their way to assist and help. And whether that's from a, a professional standpoint or a personal standpoint, if there's there's been over the years some 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 tough times in some of the lives of our employees, and it's been inspiring to see uh, our employees, our team, our family rally behind specific employees and and help them through those challenging times. I think that for me is is what's uh, highlight of our culture. Yeah, and and Elias, for you, definitely the way that you're internally wired because you're you're always striving to be better. And I think that's probably of our core values, the one that maybe connects all of us the best, us that come in with that real desire to just get better. Um, it's also very appropriate that you, of all people, would talk about the rallying and the celebration. While it might be coincidence, it's perfectly appropriate that there is a bullhorn in the background of Elias' <laughs> video there. I think that if anybody was to envision Elias Adams, it somewhere in their, their video log includes a bullhorn as Elias is such a, a celebratory rallier within our organization. So awesome, great comments. Joe, can we can we move to you? I mean, some of mine's a piggyback on Elias, but the culture here to me has always just been one of great growth. And that's within the company, but also within the individual. That um, culturally, I've always felt like if I give my best and do my best, I will receive the best as well. So, you know, as I went through my list of titles, I think in my 12 years, I've had nine roles. They've all been forward progress progressing. So um, that's a really fun part of EL is that if you are growth minded, then it's just a perfect fit because we just believe in showing up, giving your all, being your best self, being your best coworker, being the best leader. Um, but then the second leg of that is intense celebration. I have not laughed harder than in this building 
um, there's intense banter, there's, it's fun, it's just a fun place to work. So we have a good time, which really balances that intensity and that accountability that we love, but that's what keeps it from being a grind is that it's super fun. So culturally yeah. it's, it's hard work and hard play. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that fun is founded on the backs of some really close knit relationships, right? I mean, of, of all the things that I, I just find gratification in, especially when I think of the team and that creates my absolute loyalty to the team. It's that it's the nature of those relationships. Some people say that it's a family environment for us that that really means something. I mean, you guys are family to me and we share those relationships. And when you have that, it eradicates any element of contesting with one another, infighting or backbiting or questioning each other's motives. It just eliminates that. And that then turns into straight talk and being able to work together and offer important feedback. And uh, plus it turns into it being such a, a fun and dynamic work environment. So love those comments. All right, Jer, how about you? Matt, always tough to go last in these scenarios because you feel like everyone's still in your thunder, right? So I'm gonna look I'm gonna look less smart than had I gone before, which is probably per the usual, right? But anyways, um, if, if I was to break it down again, I think these two have done done a phenomenal job. And Jace, you had mentioned, you know, if if I was to structure kind of our cultural pyramid, right at the top is is coach team. Um, and we won't we won't dissect the acronym necessarily, but if, if I was to go down the pyramid, right, the base starts with the people, right? Um, and, and I think our culture is foundationally rooted upon hiring and retaining the right the right people. Everything upstream is is going to crumble, right? Unless you have a solid base of people. So I think our culture is rooted in finding and retaining the right talent, and then moving up, it would be empowering that talent right um, to embrace what we're trying to achieve here and then communicating to that talent uh, what our vision is which are what's our strategy the things that we value right and unfortunately as, as you move up sometimes you have people peeling off of that because that doesn't resonate but if you see it it all aligns with with the top of the pyramid which is you know foundationally what what we talk about as, as coach team um, and I would also add that I think culturally, just this experience in and of itself, that maybe we didn't give ourselves enough credit prior to this experience was the evolution of culture, right? I don't think I don't think culture is static. I don't think it should be static. But man, if there's ever a time when you figure out if your culture can evolve for the times, it's it's right now. Right. And I think that's one thing that that we've done really well is we've we've enhanced and let our culture kind of evolve naturally um, with progression, um, especially as of late. Yeah. And there, there's a, a great quote from a religious leader uh, where he references, you know, you can't it's simply impossible to stagnate in life. You're either progressing or regressing but you can't sit idle. It's just not possible, humanly possible. And we believe that, right? And yet it's also, I think, impossible for us to always be progressing. The fact is we have times either throughout the day or an occasional day 
where we do take a step backwards in some form or fashion. But being surrounded by a team that is anxious to help you get back up when you did take that step backward, when you may have regressed, to help you back on that path of progression, that, that means the world. Um, the, the coach team that Jeremy references, for those that might not be aware, it's an acronym that represents our core values. So without any coincidence, that, that coach starts with the word career. And that, that's such a critical one for us because it represents that element of, of betterment. And what's interesting is we have three individuals here that have, have we, we celebrate. And as they've progressed and developed and grown personally and professionally, they've seen that impact doors being open and their career paths being uh, progressed by way of advancement or promotion. But I also think it's important to note within our organization, even though we measure the number of promotions annually, in fact, our entire executive team is scorecarded from a bonus standpoint, the number of promotions annually that, that we celebrate, progress isn't always measured just by way of a promotion. Joe, do you mind spending just a minute here on your take and and maybe even some examples that you've seen where you've seen great personal and professional development internally. You've seen progressive career paths, but it didn't necessarily mean that it was promotability. And yet that person is still somebody that we celebrate highly on the team. And I'm putting you on the spot here, I realize. What are your thoughts on that? No, I actually feel like that's kind of my favorite story. Like the way I'm built is I want to um, progress in my career. Right. And, and that's always been a big deal to me is to, to climb that ladder and to achieve things that. But I actually kind of love the person that just really loves where they are and blooms there and grows there and finds opportunities to make it more efficient and more effective and and to grow their team and to lift their team up. Like Elias was saying, um, I feel like we have so many stories like that of, of people that are unnamed leaders, you know, on the floor that really make a decision to improve every single day and the role they're in. I just yeah. think that's the energy that, that we have out there. I really do. I think that we have very few people in our company that, are fine with being mediocre you know whether they're growing in a title or not they're always growing that's 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 our culture yeah i agree and it, there's there's a, a level of maturity if you will and a lot to be said for an individual that doesn't need the accolades of promotion to denote and represent and recognize progression Right. And we have so many shining examples of that. Uh, Jeremy or Elias, anything that you would add to that comment? Yeah, I have a thought. Um, you know, I think we emphasize uh, career development planning. And I think that um, it's so important as we use those as employees to help uh, guide our path throughout the company and whether that's uh, personal growth and staying in a position and becoming better and better and more efficient and more productive and uh, more skilled in that area. I, I've been truly um, fortunate to have a career development plan continue to evolve over the years that has enabled me to 
I'd like to look back 10 years ago when I started and, and compare it to the, the Elias today. And I'd like to say, you know, what, I've because in part of these career development plans, I've I'm a, a better employee, a better person, both inside and outside of the company. And so career development plans and uh, that type of career mapping are I think are critical to the success of our employees. Yeah, I love it. And and the skill sets that help us become a better team member are no different than the skill sets that help us become a better parent or a better spouse or better brother or sister or friend, et cetera, right? It, the, the, the bleed between personal and professional life, there should never be that segregation. It's gotta be one and the same. 